Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 217. It's July 16th, and it's 2019. Everyone, welcome back to the show. This is the Boop Show. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian uh, Dunaway. What are you doing, up, Brian Dunaway, over there, Bob? Oh, hi, Scott. How are you? Oh, that good, eh? What happened to your headphones? Well, I'll tell you this right now. What was happening is that weird thing right before the show started, where it was like you were cutting out every couple of seconds. Yeah, it's happening again. Did you? Change, I don't know what's going on. Did you change your settings on your stuff? Yeah. Just doing it right now. I haven't touched anything. We're doing the exact same stuff. Talk, I didn't do anything different. Talking to you out loud. Maybe it's my music. Let me turn off my music. Is it the same now? Is it worse? Am I still talking? Yeah, you, I can. I can hear you completely now. Okay, but it was. It was. It was killing the music too. I don't know. I have no idea. You got something. That was fine. You got something funky on there, out there, over there. Hey, you know what oh, I can yeah, do? It's, it's my fault. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on you. I'm going to move us right, to the East Coast. That oh, there way. it goes again. Yeah. There it goes again. Oh, what? It's doing it now? Is it doing it now? Yeah, it did it again. What was you touching? What was you touching? I changed, this, touching to, I changed this to East Coast. East Coast. Oh, that might be that might be one. Because that's where you are. See? Isn't that, that's sometimes weird with, with Discord. By the way, I didn't get to do my dance. Oh, do it. Oh, my gosh. Look, wait. Here we go with the music. There we go. That looked really good. Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It is time for us you know to what? talk about video games. Yes, what? What's going on? I'm going to switch headphones because I suspect... Oh, it's still happening, is it? Maybe I have a headphone problem. So okay. we'll take a I'm going to pause the show. It's great. We're back. Oh, you know what's fun besides fun? technical shooting with your with your gaming gear? What's that? Uh, talking about video games. Holy shit, you're right. I, You know what? I'd forgotten completely. It's video games. That's what we're here to talk about, and we're going to do it right freaking now. Wait. I had a sound effect for this. What happened to it? Oh, it's not there, dude. It's not there. I hey, you know, but this is all game related because I am using my Logitech G ninety three nine thirty threes, which, by the way, the the built in mic sounds like. Can I say ass? You can say ass. Yeah, we're okay. Now. I'm going to say ass because we're... it sounds like ass. I even I even got in touch with the Logitech people yeah. and even started a a uh, even started a support ticket. And, uh, and, and before I even finished talking to them, I, start, I started doing some reading and research, like going to YouTube and listening to everybody recording themselves with this mic. Yeah. And theirs all sound like mine, except they're okay with it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds fine. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It uh, sounds like a can. Mm. And I'm like, no, it sounds like crap. So apparently it's not a technical problem as much as it's just a preference problem, maybe, because I don't like how it sounds. I, and- I think you sound good. I mean, well, yeah, well, I'm with I'm on this mic here. Oh, let me oh, show oh, you. Oh, oh. Let me show you the difference, Scott. So when you're gaming with your buddies, yeah. So you're on Discord, yeah. Gaming with your buddies, and you're using yeah. your good mic. Uh-huh. This is my MXL. So okay. Then I say, you know what? I'm gonna switch to my Logitech wireless gaming mic oh. like this. Okay, that sounds like ass. Talking- 
So, yeah. So this is the ass talk. You see what I mean? This is yeah. ass talk. Yeah. I don't like the ass talk. It's terrible. And wait a second. There's actually a there's a uh, a, a, a lavalier mic that's on the um, – no, wait a minute. That might not be the right one. How about this? How does that sound? Ooh, worse. That's even worse. See that? Okay. So this is the assiest ass setting. Yeah. It's pretty bad. That's, that's the – that's the one that comes through here and is actually wireless. Okay. And and then there's one that runs to the wired mic, uh-huh. which is which is this one, and it's kind of a lavalier mic. And you're probably thinking, wow, that sounds better uh, in comparison to the two turds. Yeah. Uh, but but it's just it's just the the nature of the game, and I can't believe that it sucks. So, bad. so I'm going to switch back. Ah, uh, there you go. So, so you guys hear that? That sounds like he just walked in the room. Yeah, that's oh, so much better. Oh, so if you're gaming, yeah. if you're gaming, yeah. I don't like to bash Logitech because I love my Logitech stuff. I do too, but generally. apparently my expectations of what the wireless mic should sound like is uh, it's just too high. Not, it's just too high, I think. Now I've heard some, I've heard some wireless mics that sound really good, uh-huh. but they're usually separate and they're their own price. These were like these are like seventy nine, eighty bucks, and the and the and the wireless mic by itself that's a better quality than this. It's not Logitech. is like a hundred. So I guess you kind of get what you pay for there. So, well, uh, uh, it's funny you bring up uh, Logitech. This is not really an ad for them, but I did pick up a new mouse, uh, a Logitech yeah. mouse, and I really like it. And it was mm-hmm, cheap. Mm-hmm. It was only uh, it's kind of the low end of their gaming mice, but also right. I'm kind of sick of mice that look like rope transformers, and I have too many buttons. I'm kind of <laughs> sick of them. So, yeah. The- the multi, but there, there's no way. Now I'm not. It maybe just doesn't fit me. I'm with you. I can't do the eight button thumb mice thing they have on those things. Yep. So what's the point of it being there other than me accidentally hitting it with my thumb? Right. Saying bad things. That's what this is. And as you can see, the the colors are rotating. Oh, that's green. So it's green screening. I mean, maybe there's blue now. Yeah. So it's got it's got some of that. It's got some of that stuff. But the the actual mouse is super like old school, like not ergonomically nightmarish. Just a mm-hmm. nice, simple mouse shape. Great tracking, great button control, great uh, trackpad or tra- uh, track wheel. I got two tracking, of them. Right. I liked it so much. They were only 30 bucks. And I yeah, Prime Day, right? Is that, I saw that, I believe. No, I got it before about. Prime Day. It's probably on sale, and I didn't <laughs> want to know about it, or I'll be mad. No, the Prime Day deal wasn't that great. If you look around, you'll see that Prime Day this year was not the prime of the deals in the past. So, it's not bad. So I want to give you Logitech Mouse, Gaming Mouse 2, because right now I'm just using Mr. Mighty Mouse 2 or whatever these things are for the Mac. So, but, uh, oh, yeah, what are they it, called? It, it uh, like magic, magic Mouse Magic, too. Magic Mies. Yeah. Magic Touchpad. Always, I'm always accidentally zooming in Magic <laughs> They're mice. the worst for games. They're the worst. <laughs> they are. They're the worst. They're, like, a pretty, you know, they're a cool mouse for just like, I got to work on a computer today yeah. and write some things and, and click around the web. Not a problem. Great wireless mouse, precision, well made, all that. But that whole surface is a touchpad. Right. And if you're trying to play a video game when your entire surface of your mouse is a touchpad, (laughs) it makes you want to punch a guy in the testicle. Yes. I don't like it. It's not fun. I don't like it. It's not fun. All right. For for reals now, I do have the. but that was fun. I I, I enjoyed a little sidetrack. It actually actually went well. Yeah, it was a good time. Now there's this. Time to talk about actual raw ass video games. Mm. Um, P.S. P.S. By the way, if you're listening to this with audio only, might I recommend that you go to Twitch.tv Frog Pants when we do this live because Scott has some amazing overlays that look like arcade machines from uh, Robotron 2084. 
yeah our heads are stuck in yeah we're this. we're in the whoops i'm almost covering you up we're in the uh we're in the arcade machines now so yeah we do a I lot visually it. of all the shows i do we do more visually here than almost anything else because of the kind of stuff we cover so if you haven't right. been watching the show live this might be a time to to check that out but as you can see on your screen i am showing a a beautiful vista of stuff and then a bunch of go-karts just slammed mm -hmm. through it and made it messy why that would look like looks a lot like an old video game for the PlayStation 1, except this looks like it's made on modern hardware, and that game is called oh. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Okay. I've been wanting to get this. So, do you remember PS1's uh, attempt at Mario Kart? It was called of Crash Team Racing. Of course. Yeah. Loved it. CTR. Uh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot and all his buddies. It right, was, and I say uh, I, I, I loved it is what I say, the words that come out of my mouth, but when I really say it, I realize I didn't love it. I liked the idea of it, and I never did play it for very long. Oh, that's interesting. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really good alternative. Yeah. And um, obviously, it was aiming to be sort of the, you know, here's the edgy kart racer with funny characters. And it's a little more, you know, I don't know. Um, I guess edgy is the right word. It was Edgy is not absolutely what Sega and Sonic was all about. If you don't know about what Sega was about, that was it. They were, they were... They were trying to be the hip, cool guys yeah. that Nintendo obviously was not. Except this was Sony, not Sega. But I take your point. Oh, did point. I, oh, you're right. It is Sony, isn't it? Yeah. It's not Sega. Crash Team Wave. Right, Crash Bandicoot. You're right. It yep. is Sony. It is Sony. You're thinking of uh, Sonic uh, Racing, uh, whatever it is. But you're that's right. more recent anyway. Anyway. You're right. But you're right about the, the general uh, idea is the same. Like, they're trying to mm -hmm. compete with this, you know, uh, what's the word? sort of milk toast approach of Nintendo by being a little a little harder edged. And so that's what this is. Now, the original game was great. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was really well made and uh, was a good alternative to the uh, Mario Karts of the world. And at the time, there was no Mario Kart. Oh, there may have been... Mario Kart 64 may have been out when this hit. I, I don't know the dates. Right. But they've remade it. It's completely remastered, graphically all all redone. It's not just up and 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 textured or whatever. It's it's like a whole new coat of paint on on this old game. Right on, on this this week on this old game. This old game starring us. Bob Bob Vila is gonna update your junk. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard the name Bob Bob Vila in about twenty years. Nice job. Right, right. I like that a lot. What happened to that guy? What's he doing? What's he up to? Nothing. He's uh, he's living on his uh, this old house money. Maybe he's dead. Might be dead. I don't know. I don't know. Don't uh, say that. That's oh, scary. That's sc is it scary to say he's dead? Yeah, don't say that. Right, because if say he's that. dead, then uh, then what are we? What are we? Just a, <laughs> just a step away from death's door is what we are. That's right. So um, this game features an overworld map, which is like an island. It's all very themed, like voodoo masks and you know the Crash Bandicoot kind of vibe. Uh, and you're on this island, and in your little cart, you drive around to the, to the various uh, track entrances. They're like little teleporters. And you unlock more of them as you go along. And as you go into that teleporter, it takes you to your first race. And I only have one complaint at this, at this stage. Mm. Uh, it features some of the worst load times I've ever experienced in my oh, life. Now, it's not so bad on PlayStation which is, uh, so this thing is on, I should mention, is on multiple platforms. It's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox One, and it's on the Switch. I got the Switch version. Um, this is not is no longer a Sony-only property. This Bandicoot stuff's like a, I don't know who owns right. it now. but it, I mean, originally it was Naughty Dog. They did it for Sony. I don't know who owns it now. But 
This is a multi-platform game. Dirty, do you feel dirty playing the the the, the straight-up Mario Kart rip-off clone on a, on a Switch? Do you feel uh, a little, even a little dirty? A little. So, And that's that's interesting you brought that up because I decided to, to do that very thing here. I decided to play this and then jump back into Mario Kart and just compare the two. Right. Um, Seven. Uh, right? Mario Kart, no, it's... Is it eight Nine, now? Twelve. Whatever. It's eight, I think. Yeah. It's eight. Mario Kart eight. Uh, and then, and by the way, that is a fantastic game that I played the living hell out of when it uh, mm. when it hit the Switch, and even on the Wii U, I played a bunch. But anyway, though, this game is <clears throat> still kind of trying to be the edgy cousin, and I think it does a pretty good job of it. I think this is actually a really good racer. It does. You know, you're obviously playing this thing where it's like, oh, I'm a little big-headed dude in a cart and I'm getting power-ups and they're laid around the map and then when I get the power-up I can fire it and hit a dude and slow them down or whatever like you're you're playing you know there's no question that the lineage here right you know you're playing right. something that, that only exists in a post Mario Kart world uh but the the uh I don't want to say I keep saying the core gameplay I'll, let me think of a different word the underlying mechanical nature of the game is strong enough. I think it stands on its own. It doesn't feel like you're playing Mario Kart. It feels like you're playing some other racing game with right. some similar now, functionality, I guess, or, or themes. So, so the second most important part yeah, yeah. of any of these of these kart games, the first part is, of course, how how the kart handles, you know, and how you can you have the, the catch up mechanic. But the important part is also the tracks. How are the track designs are they challenging or is it just straight boring they're i mean they're challenging and they're creative i would say they're on par with nintendo stuff i think i think Mm -hmm. that's fair to say um i watch these i'm watching the playstation version right now which we're showing the chat at, at home and while these are still kind of egregious load times they're nothing they're not nearly as bad as the switch version. And I don't know what the deal is there. Um, Mario Kart is, is Mario Kart is peppy. It loads great fast. You're yeah. into the next thing. You're not waiting for a lot of stuff. Um, so I don't know what the problem here is. Maybe they can optimize it and patch it. They've already patched it once. So maybe we'll get more of that, but uh, it's, it's cool. Now here's the problem. If there's a problem, it's this. If you've been playing a lot of Mario Kart or you are playing it now, and you switch over to this to play, you're going to be annoyed because the control scheme is different. They've decided, oh, I hate that. yeah, they decided that it's different, and they don't actually let you map it. Well, I haven't dug into the options as hard as I could, so don't take this as a grain of salt at this point because I maybe need to try more. But I couldn't find a way to map it just like Mario Kart controls on the same controller. Um, if I could, I think I'd prefer that because there's just some muscle memory. It's kind of like you know. Post uh, Call of Duty games, if you make a shooter for a controller, if you don't match the Call of Duty control scheme, you're sort of lame. Right. You know, like you're kind of blowing it because you're just going to make players frustrated um, because the standard's been set. And first person shooters on a keyboard, for example, and nobody goes, all right, well, all, it's been WASD and the mouse forever. Guess what? We're going to make it so it's T Y U G. <laughs> Like, nobody's going to throw that wrench in your chain and screw you up so bad. And they shouldn't hear. And I'm kind of bugged that they didn't try to at least map it that way or give me the option to switch over to something that was more like it. Now, again, I haven't combed through those options the way maybe I should to see if there is a way. But it seems like there's like two presets and neither of them completely match the Mario control scheme. Uh, 
All that being said, I think this is a cool kart racer. And as an alternative to Mario, an alternative to Sonic Team Racing, uh, which is also very good. Right. It's uh, it's good. It's it's uh, you kind of need to. I think you kind of need to be in on that genre to accept more alternatives to just to just the Mario variety. But uh, but that's what I did, and I like it. I like it a lot. And I got a really good deal on it because I had some credit on um, Amazon, so I only spent like I think six bucks on this thing, and it's actually not that expensive in general. Um, and it seemed like a good switch purchase. So, uh, no PC version. I probably would have popped for that if it existed. I just tend to play these kinds of games on PCs more, even it, racing it, games. It makes it makes more sense. I mean, unless you're planning on busting out your controller on your PC, which you do, of course. But I, I'm I'm with you. I cart games to me flourish on the console. It just makes more sense. And the arcade. Yeah. And you there's more couch, you know, couch uh, versus Coop. type stuff and co op and that sort of thing. Uh this, of course, lets you pull the Joy-Cons off if you want, and each of you can take a stick and, you know, play on the same screen. So there's all that Switch stuff, and it looks really good. The Switch version looks great. I wouldn't say there's any visual advantage to the other versions, except uh, I'm sure on a 4K TV, like a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X is going to probably push you, push this thing better, make it look better. I don't know, but... Right, but it's cool, and I think worth it. It's Crash Team Race, Racing Nitro Fueled. Oh, I should mention gameplay wise, there's the old um, um, uh, campaign is in there that existed oh. in the first game. They just remastered it all, or you can do this alternate uh, Nitro Fueled mode, which is more like I don't know. It's weirdly like an RPG unlock system, so it's just a different way of playing through the campaign, and you can do those things separately and just play them both. Um, but it, but really, it's the same content. You're just trying to win races and unlock cars and parts and t- tires and characters and and all that stuff. And you know, if Crash Bandicoot's your jam, you can oh, and he is because he's such a freak with those googly eyes. And I'm Crash Bandicoot, and I don't I got the sense that God gave up <laughs> whatever I am. Um, so I yeah, I love Crash Bandicoot. So how much how much was uh how much was this thing on the Switch? He's a bandicoot, by the way. He's just so you know oh, what, what he is, yeah. Bandicoot, uh, am I a squirrel? Am I a squirrel? Oh he's uh I don't see price. I paid I paid six bucks again because I had credit. Oh I, my gosh. But I think the oh, game oh, oh, is okay. Crash Team Racing. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. On I got it on Amazon, so I got a cartridge. It's the only thing I buy physical media for is this damn. Switch. You got a cartridge? Wait, wh- oh, you got a you got a physical cartridge? Because this stuff's cheap it, on there, it, man. It didn't even register with my brain when you said you got it with a cart. I'm like cartridge. What are you talking about? Cartridge? You can't use that. Oh, that's right. These oh. things, these switches do take cartridges. I have not. I don't even think I have even a single cartridge other than the one that came with the switch, which was uh, I think snipper clips or something like that. I Oh wait, that came with a switch. I didn't come with this. Maybe not. Time. I can't remember. That's the only one I remember that yeah. I have. Or maybe we bought it at the same time. That that was about the end of the cart. The reason I keep getting experience. them on cartridge, and I have a whole thing of these over here. I'll show you right, right here in this case. Oh geez, I just dropped a bunch of stuff. Is because I've got. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of my games are cartridges, and it's because I get deals on the. Uh, oops, on the uh, on Amazon more than you don't. Like digital, they never have digital deals ever. It's never good. So if I'm going to save ten bucks, I may as well get the cartridge. Who cares? 
And, and there's no there's no online component, right? There is. You play can play online. You can do battle mode. You can do race mode. You can do all that stuff. All, all the basically the features of Mario Kart Online are all here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So there is that. And I got into I should mention I got into some games no problem. Just popped right in. There were plenty of people. We raced. I won. Lost a couple. Won a couple. <laughs> uh, still getting used to the control scheme because again it threw me off. Oh. Then the the part I alluded to earlier, I flipped over to uh, Mario again. Right. That is just remains like the king of the hill. Like there's no way, yeah. there's no way your kart racer is ever quite up to snuff with uh, Super Mario Kart. It's just not going to happen. So no. it's okay. Accept it for what it is. Know that this, you know, uh, somewhat lesser but still kind of cool in its own way, kart racer exists. If you have yeah, the it, original PlayStation One version, guess what you can get for it now? Guess what they're worth? Well, what can you get from the original? Hundred and fifty bucks. Those are worth. Good lord, that's a lot of moolah it's, for an it's old one of those, scratched up disc. Yes, it's old, but with the remember those black discs, the the CD. Oh side yeah, yeah, I love the black discs. Those were fantastic. Those it was pretty cool, and you couldn't see the scratches as much either on the black disc. Mm. I, I I loved it, and I also hated it. Now, uh, so this is how it goes for me, I think, and I'm just I'm just. I'm just throwing this off the top of my head. I haven't done a lot of thought about it, but I, I think it is Mario Kart, top of the heap. I think CTR is second. And then I always love the Nicktoons racing games as well, just because I love playing Nickelodeon characters. Oh. Not that the gameplay is, is, is as much fun as those other two. And then right below that is, is a disappointment that they never continued the South Park Cart racing. Oh, uh, right. I forgot I, that I was really, even the a thing. Was there. I forgot yeah. that really existed. I didn't just remember. I didn't just uh, imagine ah, that that no, existed. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. It had, it had quirks about it that made it kind of stand out. And I really wish they had it fully developed it. But it was kind of, it was a little bit, it was a little bit underdeveloped. I don't it remember it very much, but I remember the, I kind of remember the Nickelodeon one and I remember thinking yeah. it was okay. Uh, yeah, that's how it is. So, kid, maybe maybe this will start a whole trend of remasters for these things. I don't know, but right. I mean, obviously, you know, Mario's the king for a reason, and they mm -hmm. kind of invented the subgenre, and now everybody else has their thing. Uh, but uh, anyway, it was twenty nine ninety nine. I got it for like I said, six bucks. That's what I paid. Twenty nine ninety nine. There's a free local pickup on eBay for three ninety nine, but it says it's the offline mm. edition, and I'm like, what does that mean? Mm. Hey, look at this. If you buy the original Crash. Uh, team Racing, the original right. Crash Bandicoot, and the original Crash 2, all on PlayStation right. 1, you can have all three of those games in disc form for a low, low price of $288. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to put that uh, new Switch Mini. What's it called? What's the new Switch called? Uh, Switch uh, Lite. Switch Lite. Switch Lite. Yeah, guys, I'm not, not going to get one of those. I'm getting that instead. I want a Switch Lite. I do want a Switch Lite, which is totally stupid. It makes absolutely zero sense. The only difference really is a lower price point, and you can't dock longer, it. Longer battery life. You do oh, longer that. battery life. True yeah. story, true story. And you get, oh, it's thinner. Yes, um, but how much thinner? A little, not a lot. Uh, right. And you, supposedly the sticks are made of better grade. Supposedly. So no so no drifting? Yeah, thin. it's supposed to be less like drifting over time, week. that stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get one. But I'm gonna do it. Yeah. For, I'm doing it for science, guys. Yeah, you have to do it for science. Doing it for the show, and shows like it. <laughs> uh, Brian, tell me about your first game, which is a Plague Tale Innocence. A Plague Tale Innocence. 
Brian's first true pick of game of the year for 2019. Shut up. That's right. I love the crap of this game. If you watched any of my Twitch uh, feed this week, I played about eight hours worth of uh, Plague Tale Innocence. It's a third-person stealth adventure game set in the 14th century kingdom of France during the Black Plague outbreak and the Inquisition. Mm. And this thing has some amazing storytelling and some great characters that I will continue to love and will think when is Amicia, when is she going to come back in a part two? I would not, when I started playing this game, I thought there's no way that there's ever going to be a connection for me uh, to, to expect something to be a franchise. But I got to say French developer, Asobo studios has made an amazing game with characters. So endearing that I want more. Yeah, I want more, Scott. Uh, this is uh, it, I, I got it on the Xbox One. Uh, it was it was on sale for thirty five dollars, oh, I believe. It's not bad. Oh, if, if it was a live subscriber, this game came out this year on May fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. So it's a fairly new game. So it does definitely qualify for the game of the year two thousand nineteen that we play every year. Our little game game that we do, uh, but. I'm going to describe some of the things, but I'm going to try to be careful because there are spoilers in this game because it is mostly a story-driven game. Just like God of War was last year, one of my favorite games. This story also is uh, has a, a a a hero character who uh, is is bringing along a small kid. In this case, Amicia's uh, little brother Hugo. Uh, they are on a trek to avoid rat-filled streets and alleys full of rats and also trying to avoid uh, inquisitors. Because they're curious, right? This That's video, what inquisitors do. The video makes Excuse it look me! Like, is, it, is the video... Hold on a second. The video looks like a girl. Is it, yes, yes. It is a girl. You play as a girl, Amicia. Oh, okay. And, I had it confused here. Uh, I thought the is, brother was the other guy or something or whatever. No, no. The, their brother is Hugo. Okay. Uh, if you're watching the footage that I put in the show notes, that's actually me playing with no commentary from the chapter one. Mm. Uh, when everything is still fairly happy, uh, things take a turn, of course. Anytime you put a, a story called A Plague Tale and then put it in, you know, 14th century kingdom of France, things are going to go bad real quick. And they do. Uh, Amicia and her family are a well-to-do. They're they're the lords of the area. The lords. But on their trip, they they run into uh, a lot of of not lords and uh, plague victims. Do they sing, uh, we'll never be royals! We'll never be royals! No, they do not. It's not that kind of lord, then. Okay, They do not. No, not at all. So I I will give you... uh, I'm trying to to be very careful not to spoil in this story because it is such an amazing story. I actually had Audra, my significant other, she sat down with me last night, and I said, okay, look, I don't usually make you do this, but I request that you sit down for 15 minutes and watch this game with me. Mm. So she did. And uh, she she stayed around for thirty minutes. We she she enjoyed it, and she actually yelled a couple of times at the game. And I'm like, hey, I'm driving, but uh, she she yelled at the game a couple of times. So I I know it was striking an emotional chord. Uh, but I got to say that the, the the developers who did this this French developer uh, Asobo, you know, they did some other things too. But this was the first time I really did a deep dive on any of their games, and they have their own game engine. 
and they distributed this to the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, uh, and and Windows. I don't think there's a, a Switch game version of it yet. It's pretty, but it's amazingly pretty. Uh, the art is inspired uh, by uh, a French painter uh, during the 15th century, which was a little bit later on. But it, they they really took a they just really took a, this this the love of where they live because. I, I did a little research behind the scenes as well. And Asobo actually went out on the streets uh, of, of where their studio is at. And because some of those buildings, a good bit of those buildings were, you know, made during the 14th century, the time period they're looking at. So they were able to go out and get this real look, just very authentic. You just really feel there. And uh, it's, I got to say, like I said, it is my game of the year so far, hands Jeez, down. But wow. Like, like I said, I'm a sucker. And at first I was like, I don't know. I was kind of like, I was a little disappointed when I first started because I, it's a stealth game. Mm. And uh, they really focus on that in the beginning. You really have to do a lot of stealthing. If you like that, great. If you don't, great. It's gonna, you're going you're gonna to have a little, bit of truff, a little bit of time in the beginning. But it loosens up later on because Amicia, as she grows as a character, she also grows as a... a is, is a intimidating figure to be dealt with. Mm. So she, she continues to grow and she uses a, uh, a sling like in which she can put rocks in and sling at guards or rats or whatever you want to strike or hit or distract. Uh, and she's able to improve that as she goes along. Uh, is she fighting like it, plague victims or zombies or what the hell? What the absolutely? The- she's like, oh, you're sick here. Knock to the head. Mm. Knock to the- no. It's mostly it. It it's mostly her against uh, the inquisitors and uh, the rats. And the rats are just are are just these mobs of rats. Mm. So you don't you don't really deal with like one or two rats. It's just this almost ocean of rats, and it's very creepy because this game is supposed to be set. Like I said, you're in the 14th century France, you're in the plague, and you know, it's like you feel dirty. Everything feels dirty and gross, but it, it's supposed to, right? It's supposed to feel like uh, everything is dirty and, and, you know, filthy and just overrun with filth. Yeah, that's, the, you, that's, you really the, time, that's that. the time they lived in, man. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So it's, it's very effective with that. It's also very effective with uh, some of the puzzle solving that you have to do to get through certain areas. As as most stealth games are, they're kind of also puzzlers because you have to go, okay, how how am I going to get around this sucker? Mm-hmm. And so that's part of it. You get to use uh, you get to use a lot with uh, fire. There's a lot of fire components uh, that allow you to do. Once again, don't want to get too much of the story, so you know I'm as far as I'm going to go. As far as I'm going to go, because it's your game part. of the year. You can't give away the game of the year. I, I don't want to give away the game of the year, yeah. but I will tell you this: it's an it's an amazing game. If you have not played a, a Plague Tale Innocence. You gotta go get it. Look at the reviews. Nine out of ten. Ninety-seven percent like this. Even Metacritic gave it an eighty-one. What a bunch of jerks. What do they know? Stupid Metacritic. Oh, they don't know. Let's 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 uh, see here. I'm just looking. Uh, it's on Steam. Yes. And it's uh, currently enjoying a very positive review. Oh, oh Sean yeah. Bean's in this. You didn't say Sean Bean was in this. Sean Bean is in this. Yes, when do I run says, into Sean Bean? It says a Plague's Tale: Innocence. Sean Bean, the little boy lost. Uh, oh, is this DLC hmm. or something? Maybe. I, oh, there is some DLC. I'm not sure about that, though. That's interesting. So I would, I would really I would love to. Yeah, maybe so. And maybe he's one of the characters. Because as you go along, you find yourself more and more isolated from uh, adults and more and more around 
a youthful rebellion. Mm -hmm. So you start picking up other characters as you go along who help you uh, with your quest. And your quest is to get your brother, who you're estranged from, because he has some mysterious illness that they vaguely call something. And I don't want to get too far into that. But that's just that's just what that's like the inciting incident that gets you out of the hometown because it's a hero's journey, right? So sure. you, you got to get away from home yeah. and you got to go on a journey. I'm going to look it up real and, quick. Uh, I think so I may, it's, it's a really well told story. I may own this. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. If you own this, you got to play it. It is so good. Uh, Plague Tale. A Plague Tale. Uh, Colon Innocence. It would appear. Oh, please say you have it. Yeah, I have it. I have it. Do I haven't have installed it? it yet. I'll play it, though. I'll totally play Dude, it. Dude, you need to check this out. Now, I'll tell you. I have it on Steam. In the beginning, in the beginning, I wasn't sure if I liked it. But as it, about two hours in, I'm like, mm -hmm. this game, it's oh. got me. I'm All hooked. Right. All right. A Plague Tale, Innocence, available now. Xbox One, PC, PlayStation 4. Check mm -hmm, it out. Mm -hmm. Do and it. don't be too late, whatever that means. Don't be too late. And I don't think you spoiled anything today. I hope not. Like I, I said, totally and it, fighting the rats is so satisfying yeah. because it's such a different, it's it's such a different take on the mob kind of thing that you have to do with these guys, yeah. and it's 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 just a lot of fun. And the rats are so creepy, and it's just like this rat noise. It's like everyone loves the rats. They're like, yep. yeah, they're like all up on you, and you're like sometimes you have to get like really close to them, and if you step just one inch too close, ah. Other thing too. Uh, you don't have, there's very little HUD information. There's little to none. So it's very immersive. Uh, you can choose to not have any type of indications of, you know, how many rocks you have or what you have. So when you say HUD, you mean heads up display, not uh, yeah, yeah. housing. Not uh, right, right. Not uh, not the housing market. Housing low. development. What is it, was it right. HUD? A housing? Hold on. <laughs> under development. Uh, housing under development. No. How, how, ah! All right, go ahead. Sorry. Home, homes up. Mugs. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so okay. What was I saying? I uh, forgot what I was saying. I don't now. know. Sorry, my bad. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. But yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, I just, I just love, I love all the gaming mechanics. It's just, it just, it's like I said. At first, you feel so underpowered, and about halfway through, it feels so good to turn the tide a little bit uh, from just being this, you know, because the character Amicia from the get go is just some, you know, to some. Kid, 15-year-old kid. By the way, the voice acting is fantastic. Great voice acting. I right. love the people. Who I'm going to check it out. You've, you've convinced me. You convinced me. you got to play it. All right. I'm in. Let me tell you about my next game. Yeah, I'm not going to recommend it. I'm going to tell you to <laughs> sort of avoid it. It's a game called Don't Stand Out. Oh. Uh, now, look, you and I played uh, – Super Animal Royale. Remember that? We played it on ah, stream. Yes, that was fun. Had a great time. Loved it. I think that's a very oh, fun okay. game. And it's actually kind of my battle royale of choice at the moment. Along mm -hmm. came this other one that I was uh, checking out called Don't Stand Out. And I liked the look of it because it was this very voxel looking 3D but low res sort of top down take that's not not Minecraft, but I don't know. Zelda-like yeah, in some it, ways. It, it definitely is. It looks like if you took Minecraft and made it a voxel, just like you said, because it's, it's what it is. Yep. Right? And the, and the chat room right now is seeing the reason I hate it. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it now as well. And 
What is all of that flipping about? Okay, so here's my chief problem. I actually think the game is okay and has decent, cool mechanics and is fun to play uh, as a battle royale, top-down, you know, shooter thing. But they've decided for I don't know what reason to pr- put a jump thing into this, which is basically a flip that is yeah. just the most stupid, over-the-top, ridiculous Twitch gameplay kind of way of playing a it's game a, and it feels like that's a, all big, anyone does it's a big flip too i mean it's a it's a super mario double jump flip right yeah imagine uh you know how people used to complain about bunny hopping and like counter-strike and unreal yeah. tournament and stuff like that imagine that basically just a thousand times worse in, right. a, in a battle royale game it's Really, really I can, sucks. I can hear this guy going woo woo yeah. every time he jumps. It really, I don't like it. Um, I think the game would be great if you could just run around and shoot stuff and play like you're supposed to. Instead, yeah, this yeah. jump mechanic makes me want to pull my face off and eat it. <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, we say that, and I haven't played this, and I certainly get your gripe because it does. It looks like, well, what's the point of even having a walk if you're going to have that? But I remember saying, thinking the same thing. When I first started playing Quake, and I first started understanding rocket jumps, yeah, like, and it's like, it's like, this is so stupid. Why would you do anything other than rocket jump? You know, you're gonna lose a little bit of health, but man, you can really, if you if you know where the health is, you can just rocket jump all day long. And that was always so frustrating um, for new players who would come in and you're fighting somebody who is a master at rocket jumping because it's just it's ridiculously unfair. I think that's actually a fair comparison, and I would say that that frustration is is double here um and it's not that it's hard to do anyone can do it in fact that's the only way you can jump so it's not like there's other ways to jump or more subtle ways to jump this flip thing you're seeing is how everybody moves in the game Mm. and it just is overwhelmingly bad as as a mechanic the rest of the game suffers as a result i think it would be okay without it and so normally i only talk about games that i've played this week that i would recommend this is a case where I cannot recommend this, but hopefully somebody somewhere who works on this small team will hear it and go, oh, you know what? Yeah, we should probably get rid of that. I mean, there's yeah, no about, way I'm the first just one. A, how about just a no jump, uh, you know, just mode? I mean, that would just be easy Well, enough, right? someone's going to call it. Here's what's going to happen. Someone's going to email or call in and go, you guys missed the point. The whole point right. of this is the jump. That's the whole game. Right. Is this That's, why, that's why it's called don't stand out. Yeah. Just jump. <laughs> Just Colon, jump. Just jump. They should have called it just jump and had Diamond Dave smiling just on the front. Just jump. Right. But uh, they didn't, and it's not, and it's not good, and it bums me out because it's it's precious, you know, spent resources on development and design that were for naught, in my opinion, until they get rid of that dumb mechanic. So for now, I still say the granddaddy and best playing super uh, or battle royale game for a top down isometric view. Uh, which is, I th- just think, is a whole different category of battle royale. It still belongs to Super Animal Royale, which I would play in a heartbeat. That game's really good, right? Uh, and then, real quick, before uh, we go back to your second game, um, I want to mention that I have been playing Heroes of the Storm more than <laughs> ever for some reason, Hot. and uh, they did a thing that I think is great. Some people don't. Some people disagree with me. I'm going to tell them that they were boring and lame. Um, <laughs> they added a. A, uh, a a ten percent speed boost to everybody in the game, just a flat ten percent speed boost across oh, the board. Across the board, which doesn't right. sound like a lot, but you get in and you play it, and you immediately feel the difference, and it feels really, really, really good. Um, that game was already good. I I've loved it for years. 
I'm I'm bummed about the fact that Blizzard was so late to the game that they really never cracked the top, you know, the the top spot when it comes to MOBAs, but they still hang in there at number three. And right. I think it's the best. I think it's the best MOBA. Just straight up. I know people disagree with me. I even spent some time last week playing Dota Two. I played some League of Legends games. I was reminded in both cases how much I dislike those games. And I part of the reason I dislike them so much is because Heroes brought uh, some stuff to the table that eliminated a lot of what frustrated me about those games. And some would say, "Well, you're missing the game." Then, ah, eh, whatever. Last hit and shops and all that. You can bite me. I hate that stuff. This game gets rid of that and goes different places. This is nothing new. I used to have a show that was full-time talking about Heroes, so people have heard me talk ad nauseum about it. But this 10% increase, and the fact that, by the way, uh, queue times for getting in games are nothing. Like, there Mm. are people playing that game in numbers uh, where all you got to do is log in, hit quick match, and you're in. Like, you're in a game, and they're competitive, and I'm winning more than I'm losing, and... Uh, just having a great time. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right, Brian, tell me about Rooms, the Toymaker's Mansion. Rooms, the Toymaker's Mansion. Now you may think to yourself, haven't I played that uh, puzzle game that does a little sliding platform puzzle thing before? You may have. The game Game has been out officially like in, uh, in, in PC form and on other places as well for a while. But just recently, this past month, it, it's Come to mobile. So it's on the iOS and the Android devices. Uh-huh. Uh, and I like me a good slider puzzle game, man. I hate them. I hate them. I like to, I like to slide stuff around. Well, you may actually like this one. It's not too bad. It's not like uh, it's only like 10% slider. Now, you true, you do slide, but there's a lot more to it than that. When you're trying to get uh, from when you're trying to slide a piece because you'll have a board in each okay, so you start in a mansion and you have doors you can go into. Is it increasingly, you know, it gets more difficult as you go along, and you'll get a grid uh, that you have to slide. Now it's not always square, sometimes it's rectangular, sometimes it's a little bit taller. So it's a little bit you got different, they have a little bit of ability to to make really good levels. And so uh when you get in there, you slide things, but it's a little more complicated than that because sometimes you can be in a room a slider piece because you're playing this character. I think her name is Anna. Is that right? It sounds right, but I don't want to get it wrong. Let's see if it says in my description here. Uh, Anne is her name. I was close. So you'll, you'll be, you start out as Anne and you're trying to get to a exit door. Typically trying to get to the green Gables. You're trying to get to the Anne of the green Gables. Gotcha. So what you do is you ride inside the slider piece. So when you put your character inside the slider piece, you press a direction and then she goes in that direction. Now, sometimes you'll need to get another piece and you can use a ladder. Sometimes not. Sometimes you could use a telephone that teleports you. What is this magic? Uh-huh. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, because you can teleport like with a telephone sometimes, and it gives you the ability to get to different areas where you can slide the the rooms to different places. Is that like the Matrix uh, with the telephone, you get to uh... yeah, absolutely okay. just like the Matrix. Okay, great. They drop a little, they drop a little one of those little crawly worms right in your belly button, uh-huh. and just like she's like, ah, no, don't do it, <laughs> and uh, and you do that. But there's also like uh, there's 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 rooms with like uh, with wardrobes that you can click and it'll it'll switch uh, with another piece. It'll like it'll it'll close up a curtain and it'll switch with another piece. And you just have to really think really hard mm. because the idea here is, of course, 
if you if you got if you do it in the least amount of moves, you get the greatest reward, yeah. which is of course just you finishing the 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 you know the the room and everybody going, yay, you did good. Mm. You did you got three stars instead of the two. Mm-hmm. You're a genius. Yeah. And that's and that's how this game makes you feel. It makes you feel like you're a genius if you get it. Right. By the way, uh, would you disagree with me if I said that it's time for a movie teaser to come out that is a teaser for a reboot of the Matrix series? And I don't mean oh yeah a new movie with new people. I mean suddenly very famous and popular John Wick star Keanu Reeves is uh, an older Neo. And older Neo's got stuff to deal with. And boom, here's your new Matrix movies. I would get really excited about it, even though those last two sequels were terrible. And I just wanted to throw it out there that Scott Johnson officially would be into the idea of the continuing uh, story I of Neo in the world of the Matrix. There you go. That's I all think I'd it's say. A, I think it's a great idea, especially with uh, where VR is at right now in our in our headspace in that technology. I think it would be a lot of fun. To Plus, explore. people in the chat are saying, "Don't you remember he died?" No, I know he did. That's how you, but this is the matrix. You can do whatever the fuck right. you want. He didn't really die. You're in the matrix matrix. Yeah, don't there's tell no, me that. There, there's so many universes of matrixes. Anyway, yeah, see, it happens that's like over saying, and over again. Too. That's don't like forget. saying Superman died. Oh, did he really? Right. Oh, well, he'll never come back, will he? Come on. Really? Mm. So I'm playing Rooms, the Toymaker's Mansion. By the way, this game is super, uh, it's, just, it's just got these great, rich color palettes. The, the rooms are very attractive to look at. And the best part of this game, to me, is this music. This music that I can't quite put my finger on. It's like a mix between Ghostbusters, some of the, some of the moodier Ghostbusters stuff. Not like, who are you going to call? Not that kind of stuff. No, the, the moodier kind of stuff. And also like a Harry Potter kind of thing. It's, uh, it's got some amazing music. This makes you just want to keep playing the game. Even if you're getting frustrated with the puzzle, you're like, well, at least I got this fantastic music to listen to. Yeah. But, it looks right. good. I like the look of it. It has a nice... Uh... I think nice I may look. have I think I may have got you on the wrong track by saying it was a slider puzzle because it is a little <laughs> bit of a slider puzzle, but it's eh, there's a lot more to it than that. There are three and, things uh, in this world I don't like or trust. Uh, right. Uh, escort missions. Right. Tower defense and slider puzzles. <laughs> right. Slider puzzles. So, this is one of the better slider puzzles. But it doesn't. It's not. It's, it's exactly right. It's not exactly the same yeah. as you're just trying to make a picture or whatever. Those frustrate me. This looks. This has got yeah. mechanics that are. It, way more and my, you can my, you actually can get it in it, it plays with some of the slider uh elements because it does there there there's if you click on the lantern this kind of assistant you during your little quest it will show you uh where the pieces should form like the shape that it should be when you end it doesn't tell you exactly where the pieces are supposed to be but there's different clues to that like you can look in the background of certain uh rooms of the room mm-hmm. uh and it will kind of give you an idea of uh where you kind of a little clue a little clue i d- i never got stuck so, i never got stuck one time i i, I felt challenged mm-hmm. but i always found a way has a nice turn of the century industrial revolution clockwork exactly. kind of quality to the, it yes the clockwork is the best way to describe it yeah I like that it's the toy stuff. maker the toy is the story is pretty interesting it's not it's not real deep but uh, it's the, it's the, the toy maker's mansion is this version because there's other versions of rooms. By the way, good luck finding this game on the app stores. I don't even know how I eventually found it again. I, it was recommended uh, at one point in time in my app store. But then when I went to go back and download it for the iPad, 
I couldn't find it in the store anywhere for the iOS. Oh, weird. And uh, and Usually I was what I do is just to go up to it. your go to your recent purchase stuff, and it'll just show up in there. That's that's what I did. Yeah. That's what I had to do. Yeah. yeah, because I couldn't find anywhere in the store. Hmm. Does it play? Does it um, maybe it just scales like a phone game or something? That's what I was curious about because I was like, well, maybe it only does iPhone only. So I went yeah. to that section, but it 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 doesn't. And then I even went back to my phone before I went to the purchase history because I was like, well, I know it's in the App Store. Let me look. Yeah. And I looked in the App Store on my phone. Yeah. Wasn't there either. I had to go to my purchase history to find it. Well, there it you was go. a couple of dollars. I think it was like three ninety nine, something like that. Never know what you're bad. gonna get. That's what I always say. You never know what you're gonna get, Brian. You never know. All right. Well, nice recommendations today. Good games all Both around. Both great. I had a great games this week. Oh yeah, just to mention. Yeah. Speaking of terrible games, I was I was curious because uh, I was looking at at genres because I was like, oh, I, I wonder if this is setting. If some of my games are setting, you know, a precedent for certain genres, like really stand out. And one of the genres that really stood out for hardcore gaming was Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I remember it being hard, but it was as brutal as I, I remember. And so I, I looked at my Steam library and sure enough, I had a copy of the remastered edition. And mm-hmm. I was like, let me load it up. Yeah. Yes, this is brutal. No, these Souls games will get brutal. you right in the right in the hooter, dude. They're they're rough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Just play them. As I, I don't, remember. I don't like them. They're too deliberate mm-hmm. and too much blocking on time and parry or you're dead. And then you yeah. die and you got to go back to some save point that's 300 billion miles away. F that. Not into it. Not my kind of speed these days. I, 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 I respect them and I appreciate yeah. them. And I really respect players who are good at them. It's just yeah. not for me. It just isn't for me. I've tried. I played for a while. I was like, oh, oof, oof. yeah, it's a it's a. It's a cool thing, and I'm glad it exists. And at a different time oh, yeah, of my yeah. life, you know, when I was building PCs, that would have been the time I would also play a Souls game. Yes. And you know yes. why? Because my brain was more suited to meticulous, careful, uh, f- you know, f- if something fails, fine, fix it, tweak it. You know, like that brain kind of brain activity was high mm-hmm. and hot and heavy in my 20s, and I was ready to roll. So if those games would have been there, I would have played those games. Right. I got to a place where I no longer want to do any of that tinkering, as not nearly as much. Like you're still a tinkerer at heart. You always have been. Oh, I'm I'm still a tinkerer. Yeah. I like to tinker all day long. I wish I was more of a, a tinker like you. But instead, these right. days I'm like, whatever the thing is, I just need it to work, and now I need to do the fast things on it. Like the right, computer just right. needs to work. Okay, good. Is that a good warranty? Great, because that's more important to me than fixing it. And now I can just get stuff done. And it's weird because I re- I kind of remember that transition in my head, like. From where I wanted to be a tweaker to this, yeah. Wait, tweakers yeah. are like drug. They're like yeah. That's that. I I knew what you mean though. Yeah, you're just like a tweaker. If you're a tweaker though, what do you take? What is that? The meth? You do the meth? I think I think you can tweak pretty much anything, right? Isn't that just like a just a generalized? Uh, I don't know. Drug term? I thought it was a specific to like a like meth use. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. I may have that wrong. No, Someone in the chat will know. I think I thought that's called. Uh, uh, trying to lose your teeth. We have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, drug uh, heavy drug users in the chat. They can answer. Yeah, no. Hey, chat room. If you can, if you can put your heroin down for just one minute. Yep. And uh, help us out a little bit. They don't call him. Uh, they don't call him Rusty Nails for nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, let's do. Oh, you know what time it is? It's time for oh. this. It's a me, <laughs> Let's get to the uh, uh, the deal here, where we're gonna try to guess each other's games. We have a little sound clip. Brian captured one. I captured one. We'll play them in order. Neither of us knows who brought what to the table, so we don't know what we're guessing at, but we're going to give it a shot. And normally I start, so I'm going to start. This might be obvious, but it's one of my favorite indie titles ever. 
and right. it isn't that old. So I'm hoping that you'll glom onto this and figure it out. I will give you the hint that it was on all platforms, including mobile. Hmm. Um, I think. Oh, was it on mobile? I'm pretty sure it was on mobile. If it wasn't, it should have been. Uh, but it was also excellent on consoles, PC, and everywhere else. Um, and I think it was one guy who did it. One guy. But I loved it. And so here's a taste of that. See if you can guess what it is. Thomas decided to start listing his observations for posterity. One, the whole alone thing. Two, portals. I mean, you've pretty much said the whole title of the game here, right? I know, I kind of did. It kind of did. Did you you catch that part about his name and how... uh, Yeah, it's like, this week could be a game about Thomas. And he was... Alone. <laughs> Why could it be? Oh no. That's okay, because now I feel better because I have a game. My game is uh my game is pretty much the same. And it it, it mentions the titular character uh, about uh about twenty seconds in. So oh. if you if you don't get it before then, you should probably have it pretty quick. All right. Well I'm gonna play yours now in the chat room, uh just for those who may have missed it. That was Thomas was alone and it's great and you should play it. <laughs> It's one of the most emotional narratives I've ever played in a yes. video game. Love it. And it's about like this hardly any pixel character. It's so mm-hmm. good. So freaking good. All right, Brian, here we go. I'm playing yours. You ready? Do it. Here goes. What's a man got to do to get that kind of attention from you? It's hard to say exactly, but you seem to be doing fine. Well, great. Though truth is, it ain't me that wants you. Oh? No, Miss Jacqueline Natler does. From Natla Technologies, you know, creator of all things bright and beautiful. <laughs> Seal it, Larson. Ma'am. Feast your eyes on this, Lara. How does that make your wallet rumble? I'm sorry. I only play for sport. Then you'll like a big park. Peru. Vast mountain ranges to cover. Sheer walls of ice. Rocky crags. Savage winds. And there's this little trinket, an age-old artifact of mystical powers buried in the unfound tomb of Qualapec. That's my interest. You Surely can leave you must have it by Are now. Okay, well, it sounds like a Laura Croft game. Absolutely. And with that horrible dialogue, I mean, yeah, Laura Croft dialogue has never been, you know, fantastic. But man, I didn't realize how bad 1996 Oh, okay. Dialogue. Well, let's let me pick. Uh, let me pick was. the game. Then was this uh, ninety six? So that would have been yeah. the first one. Yeah, that's the first one, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, nineteen ninety six. The first Tomb Raider. That's the first uh, first little bit of dialogue that we get to to meet uh, Lara Croft in. So Lara, 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 Lana. Uh, t- uh, Tomb Raider one. Freya. I played that game. Um, my daughter, who let's see ninety six, so she would have been two years old. Right. She would play, or we would play that game, or I would play that game, and she would uh, watch me play it. And she'd say, um, for a long time, she'd say, "Daddy, Daddy, can we play the game with the lady? Can we play the scary game with the lady in it?" That's what she called it. <laughs> the scary <laughs> game with the lady in it is one of my favorite memories of right. early fatherhood. And uh, now she's got one that'll be two years and two years. No, anyway. that's sweet. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Uh, nice pick. And I don't, I don't remember the dialogue being that shitty. That's terrible. I don't either. I'm like, man, I must have been pressing the skip this intro button really hard. Yeah, that's really, really bad. Really bad. Right. But for its time, I suppose that stuff was okay. I mean, video game dialogue in the 90s was atrocious across the board. 
Right. Uh, we, we, they you, were not. You weren't, you weren't here for the dialogue. We were in the early days of, of, of narration for a story. Yeah. In very rough early days. But now we're, you know, we're in AAA territory now. Now it's all amazing. Yeah. And we have incredibly talented actors pounding out the, the great dialogue. But back then, not so much. Not so good. Mm. It's okay, though. I've, li- I've learned to live with it. Hey, check this out. Time for us to read an email from a listener who wrote in. His name is Justin. He's from Arkansas, Arkansas. Does that bump up against you? No, it doesn't. It bumps up against no. Mississippi. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, I got my west. geography. Uh, he, he wrote in to the Boop Show. Or sorry, the, the address is boopshow at gmail.com. Boopshow at gmail.com. And he says this, Scott and Brian. We are slowly moving forward to an all-digital future with games. With the rise of game streaming just hitting its stride this year, when do you think games will cease to be on physical media? Most people talk within 10 to 15 years. I say unless data caps are removed, it could be closer to 20 or 30. Curious about your thoughts. Did we do this email? No, no, that was uh, the one you had put in there before. That's what I was... Oh, yeah, that one I figured out was old, but this one's ringing a bell, too. Maybe it's because I read it. I always read these before. So when I read them again, I'm like, wait, did I read this? But then I realized, no, right. I just read this earlier today. Yeah, does. Anyway, yeah. Justin from Arkansas. Uh, have we done this one Arkansas. before? Chat room saying. <laughs> now they're wondering. Exactly. Maybe I am remembering doing it before. But I wanted but we, to. We've, we've had it. We, we actually have not done this particular one, but we have had this question before. Right. And we also had this. There was a quick fire question on, or not quick fire, uh, a TMS question on the thir- uh, Friday thing we do on TMS. It was a lot like this. So right. I think I think maybe this is just going around. But anyway, here's the deal. Uh, yes, and I think it'll be sooner. It's a, for me, we're already there. It's all digital yeah. for me. I don't buy physical media except for this one exception. I will buy occasional switch discs or cartridges, but even then, I try to go digital when I can. Generally, though, like PC, never a disc. Consoles, right. I never buy a disc ever for those things. It's all digital I, all the time, every time. That's music, movies, TV, yeah. everything now for me is digital. So if I can do it 100%, I guarantee you we'll be getting to, we're at least getting close to a place where everybody else is going to start doing the same thing. This will, if, if, if not already, this next generation of consoles, if not already, this will be the last generation that will have physical media, if you ask me. Well, the next one we know... We know will because they've said they're going to have physical media. Right, but, right, right. Now, not not everybody's not everybody said fully though, have they? Well, they're, Microsoft had, lined or, up sorry, so, right. uh, Sony has, didn't they? Someone said someone's described or, or specked out their optical drive, and I don't remember who it was. Right, right, right. So, uh, I like I said, I think I'm not sure everybody will do it this next generation, but they most likely will. But I would say it's probably going to be the last generation. So, yeah, I, if I this is if we're not already in it, we're about to be in the last wave of that and we're in the end game now scott yeah i think on the pc side it already happened consoles usually follow what pcs do anyway mm-hmm. so and not to say my i am not saying that i'm uh in the majority I'll, i i don't know where i'm at with what i do i'm probably in some sort of selective minority you're, you're a little you're a little ahead of the curve i don't think you're you're not there by yourself uh certainly because i there there's still i'm just now where i live and I live in a pretty rural rural area. Uh, just now getting to the speeds that allow me to actually use that as a viable alternative to physical media. Right. And if I'm getting there where I'm at, 
Yeah. It can't be much longer for the rest of the most of the country is there. Yeah, he lives in the poo-poo south. So, yeah, I uh, live in the well, I live in the beautiful south. However, <laughs> where I live at is a little bit. We're just wagon. not super wired down there, that's all. That's all. I'm right, saying. right. Anyway, we got a lot of crocodiles to contend with. And this doesn't a lot even of crocodiles biting the internet line. This doesn't even get to the point about his point about caps. Data caps are a real thing. They still are a real thing for a lot of people. The only reason it's not at the moment for me is I'm paying extra to not have one. And that right. sucks. I can't stand that I'm paying extra for that. Um, so I don't even have the kind of internet that I would really want. Like Google Google Fiber stopped like five blocks north of me. And are supposed to still pick it up and keep going, but they stopped. And they stopped everywhere. So it's not just here, but they stopped right before they came into our zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been great because that's not only inexpensive in general, but it's, you know, gigabit up and down for a low price with no data caps. That would be wonderful. Right now, I'm paying a very high price for a gigabit on cable for too much money. <laughs> it's just it's right, ridiculously right. priced. I can justify it for business reasons, but you know, everyone's experience is going to vary. When that becomes more p- common and ubiquitous, for people just have great internet at extremely affordable prices, and we all live like South Koreans or the Swedes, then come talk to me because I think that that push be this forward. It doesn't have to be 100% because, I mean, once we reach a tipping point where it only makes, you know, financial sense for these businesses to go, eh, it's not worth making a disc anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's coming fast. Yeah, it's coming. I think. Thanks for the email, uh, Justin, who we probably read this before because it's really, I'm having deja vu bad on this one. I don't think I've seen this particular email, but. Even if not, it's, a, it's an evergreen thing to talk right. about. Right. So. It's a good question. Totally fine. Um, all right. That's going to do it there. And if you want to send your own emails in, boopshow at gmail.com. That's going to do it for the show as well. We are at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You might be familiar with it. It's our website, and it's easy to go there and find all you need. B-O-O-P at frogpants.com. That's the Boop Show. Boopshow at gmail.com, as I mentioned. Uh, we're on Twitter at Boop Show. You can also find this show tweeter. Uh, on the Twitter and wherever podcasts are available. Like if you just are looking for them, they're on iTunes. We're on Pocket Casts and Downcasts and uh, what are all the other ones? I can't think of them. All the players, all the stuff, all the directories. We're in all the places. We're everywhere. We're in your ears. That's right. So tell your friends. I guess you're already listening to us. So you already know this, but maybe a few of you don't. I don't know. If you want to leave us voicemails, you can. 801-471-0462. If you stick around the show, we are going to give away a couple of games today. Not a ton, but a few. So stick around for that. We've got a big new batch of fresh ones from Jim Jensen, listener of the show. I had a bloke in the chat room, or I, I beat a bloke. I beat a bloke. Yeah. I beat a bloke, baby. Is he in there today? He might, uh, might be. I don't see him. Might be. Not sure. Maybe. Anyway, if you want some of that action, stick around. We'll give you some free games. Some codes to Steam. That's right. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for today's uh, show. Brian, you have any final wonderful thoughts to share with us before we go? Oh, my gosh. What am I going to play next week? Mm. I don't know. I got a pretty sweet deal uh, from Best Buy. $15 bought me three months of Xbox Live Ultimate. Oh, that's pretty good. No, not live. Uh, Game Pass Game Ultimate. Game Pass Ultimate. That's that's there you go. That's yeah. That's all you're going to want in the future. That's going to be the future subscription for them. Yep. Not even future. It's the thing now, but that's what everyone's going to get. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.